so excited our guest today is a woman we have been trying to get on for many months she's finally here she is she's glowing she's gorgeous and she is the founder of brooklyn-based wellness a wellness brand that you've probably heard of gold her name is trinity muzan wooford i'm not 100 percent sure i said her name exactly right you pretty much got it, which is like pretty impressive. It's Wofford, but that's a very slight difference in intonation there. So you're good. It's a soft F. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, Trinity, it is it is an honor, honestly, to have you on. You're booked and busy. Let's just leave it at that. It is true. <laughs> but I'm so glad to be here with you guys. Um, honestly, it's like just so nice to after like a crazy week and crazy work day just like sit down and like chat and hang it's just it's been hard to find opportunities like this especially in quarantine so I'm just psyched to be here virtually with y'all you know at the end of a long day of running your own highly successful business yeah sometimes you want (laughs) to sit back relax and pod with two strangers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I totally get that. I get that. So relaxing. So incredibly. Two chatty, annoying strangers who want to know everything about you. I'm so ready for it. Okay. There's a lot to cover. I, I just, I'm sure everyone who's listening is aware of gold, loves gold, but let's, I want to bring everyone up to speed on yeah. your amazing brand because it truly is amazing. I'm a huge fan, a huge believer in everything you do. And the way I would describe it, but I might need you to help me here. Mm -hmm. So you guys make a lot of products inspired by and supported by incredible superfoods and a mix of (laughs) ingestible (laughs) wellness lattes and superfood masks. Mm -hmm. You got it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I think we can end the, (laughs) I think we're good to go, but do you want to do my investor pitches next? Yeah, um, I can go ahead and make a deck and kid picks if you need me to. Happy to do that. Nice. So, so you've got some of your like fan favorite products. You've got um, a lot of like a turmeric. There's a turmeric latte. I don't think I oh the golden tonic. I'm sorry, the golden tonic, which is like a wellness latte with turmeric and a bunch of other superfoods. Yeah, it's honestly gone by like a zillion names by now. And the latest name is Superfood Latte Blend. It was most recently turmeric tonic. So you had it. Okay. Oh, wow. Good. And then you have like a super greens mask that I feel like I see all over Instagram. People Mm. slathering (laughs) it all over their face. And you're one of those brands where the products, I feel like everything's edible. Am I crazy? Yeah. 
No, it is. You can literally eat our face masks. I mean, we don't, we don't really recommend it because they weren't formulated with that in mind, but Sucker. you could put that into your smoothie too. It's the same stuff. I mean, you know, that's not going to stop me. Like whatever's <laughs> printed on the label, I will be eating it. But we will be also eating the label. And yeah, that, well. <laughs> <laughs> Look, glass, like work, that's myself. My self-care routine is eating glass. Like, <laughs> high risk, I guess. It's an amazing, it's an amazing company. People love your stuff and there's so much to cover. So you started gold at 23, mm-hmm. which is so young, incredibly young. Yeah, that's like baby vibes for sure. How, how did you know you wanted to start a business at such a young age? And also this this field of wellness tonics and stuff like that. Like, what got you into that? Yeah. So um, I honestly was raised in kind of like a crunchy household. Um, I was raised in upstate New York, also known as like Birkenstock land. And um, I actually, so the way that all this came together was I, I started this business with my my partner, who's my high school sweetheart, now fiance and hopefully one day spouse depending on like how covid continues to impact our wedding plans oh yeah Um, same girl yeah but you know we both grew up in this town in upstate new york and the funny thing is that this is a long story but it's worth it like we actually um like knew each other our families knew each other like even when we were like little babies because my crunchy ass family was always in the local health food store in town and Issei, my partner's dad, worked at that local health food store. And so I would always be going in there with my family and Issei would be in there like strapped to his dad's back while his dad was like stocking the shelves. And we were like the two only like non-white people in like the whole town. So our families just like kind of were aware of each other even then and like remember like us being cute babies. Um, So it's been a minute that we've known each other and also that we've been like in this kind of wellness vibe. But um, the way that I really got into it was um, through my mom. My mom um, suffers from a, a pretty severe autoimmune disease and When I was a teenager, she switched over to seeing this more holistically minded physician um, and saw this incredible improvement in her symptoms. And even though I had been raised around wellness my whole life, that was my first moment of realizing like, wow, like this shit works. It it does things for people. This isn't just like my like almond butter on like flaxseed toast situation. Like it, it really can help people. And So um, I decided in that moment that I wanted to be a doctor and I wanted to practice practice like holistic medicine and and help people heal the way this doctor helped my mom. So I was pre-med in college. That was my whole path. That was my plan. And then as I was wrapping up college, I found out from my mom that she actually had to stop seeing that doctor because she just couldn't afford it anymore Um, because those types of treatments just aren't covered by insurance. Um, and that really like, yeah, like that just forced me to pause, um, and really think about what exactly it was that I wanted to do in wellness and how accessibility played into it. So I graduated, I graduated with a psych degree, had no idea what I was going to do. I fell into 
um, a marketing career at a tech startup and loved it. Uh, loved like the brand building, loved like the small teams moving quickly, whatever, but was like still totally that friend or family member that was recommending various herbal remedies to you, depending on how you were feeling. So um, I think the missing piece is really my partner, Issei. He grew up in old school family business. And so his parents, um, he was born in Japan, but once uh, he came over to the States with his family, they started a candle pouring operation from their garage, did it for like over 20 years. They're still running it. Um, and so Issei just had that like intangible of a lifetime spent watching you know, a, a business being built. I definitely don't think that without that experience, we would have known that we could have done something like that at age right. 23. So long-winded answer, but like, that's kind of how it all came to be. It's really an incredible story. I have so many questions. Let's go back to growing up yeah. in crunchy Birkenstock land. Mm -hmm. I, uh, as corny as it sounds, like, I kind of want you to paint me a picture. Like when you're in high school in crunchy Birkenstock land, like what do you do for fun? Like, did you go like get junk food with your friends or do you go to the health food store and get like cashew, cashews? Um, yeah. I did both, but also like, you know, it was like, that was really my family's vibe. And so when you're a teenager, you're definitely rebelling against that a little bit. So I was definitely, I definitely had my moment of like Coke Zero and like, what is that mac and cheese that is like watery and it like comes, is that Easy Mac, right? I feel like yeah. that was yes. absolute garbage. Yeah. I'm eating a lot I of that. love it. It's I very, love Easy Mac. Yeah. Which oh. also works as a mask. I do want to say, <laughs> ironically, an incredible pore refining mask. So Easy mask. I on your so you have this passion for holistic health. Yeah. And like you said, you're this person who's always giving natural remedies to your friends. And I kind of want to talk about some of those. Like, let's say Esther has a terrible headache. And spoiler alert: Esther does get terrible headaches. What's like a off the cuff, you know, Trinity, mm -hmm. a Trinity special for a, mm -hmm. for a headache? I mean, for a headache, I usually recommend caffeine because that's like literally what's in a lot of migraine medicine. But it's a like, my, yeah. But my go to recommendation that like everyone knew me for was like, if you are getting sick, you must just like eat raw garlic. Just like, yes. Chew it up, swallow it. It's not going to be pleasant. It will get rid of anything. I swear to God. It's what? so antibacterial. It's crazy. Um, mm. it, it's intense, though. Like, mm -hmm. it's not. How also, much of it? Huh? How much do you do just one clove? It depends on how sick you are. Um, if usually I resist doing it until I really need to do it because it sucks. Um, so I'll probably do two cloves. Um, Esther, you, you might need like seven to ten. Like I don't know, and Esther. You just you chew it and you swallow it, and it's raw, and that's that. Yeah, yeah, it's intense. I actually found that the best way to do it is I will like cut up the clove into a couple of chunks, not too many. Um, and then I eat it with kimchi because the kimchi is yes. so intense and so garlicky yes. that you don't notice that you're also literally eating raw garlic. 
Um, and then like chug a ton of water because it's pretty intense. Like it, it can upset your stomach for sure. I love garlic so much. It's one of my favorite. It's like truly one of my favorite foods in uh, freak opinion. I, I do like eating raw garlic. It's one of my secret guilty. You heard me right. What? I tried to move my glasses down the bridge of my nose in like a in like a snazzy way and they got caught in my headphones. When I I don't know if it's a Persian thing, but my mom it, it is a Persian thing. She serves little cloves of raw garlic or raw onion like with a Persian meal as like a little oh garnish that you like eat little sweet tiny bites of it as you're like eating your food for flavor instead of like hot sauce. I think you're like more genetically advanced than the rest of us then. She is. She is. And my Persian uncles famously do this weird thing where they they will store jars of garlic and they'll soak them in balsamic vinegar. And it's this whole thing where they will leave them for years and years. And then you'll go to a, a big Persian event. And then my uncle Daniel who's like bald as a motherfucker, just the most Persian man you've ever met, Gregarious, will pull out a jar and be like, this one's from 87, like, let's go. And I think his basement is full of like hundreds of jars of garlic that he's been like carrying with him all throughout his life. And anyway, it's so... It's, oh my God. Yes, it's good. It's really good. I might try that. And <laughs> I have this one horrible memory of like, because I, I eat so much garlic and I would like eat it with food all the time. And I remember going to a Halloween party with my crush in middle school. When you eat a lot of garlic, as you guys know, you really smell yeah. like garlic. It comes out of your pores. And no, I, remember, I remember as I was your crush in middle school. Don't, don't, there. don't speak on, I can't say his name because he's <laughs> as if he's listening, but I'm too scared. But I remember sitting in the back seat with him and I was like, it's like my big night. I'm like going to this Halloween party with my crush. And he was like, you smell like garlic. You smell really bad. I was like, cool. <laughs> he was just like, boys? it smells like fucking garlic in here. Like, is that you? It really smells. I was just like, boys yeah, I don't school, know. They suck. Boys in middle school are the fucking worst. I remember I had a date, a date in quotes, with Me. a really cute, a guy who I thought was so freaking cute, like I all throughout it. junior high. We went on a date and I, oh, this is so sad. I was really excited. So I crimped my hair. Which obviously is not that. Like, you know, it's just, it's different. He's, no one's used to seeing me with crimped hair. I have like flat hair. And he's like, uh, whatever you did to your hair, I don't really like it. That's and not I was cool. Like, cool, cool, cool. Like, okay, like, feeling good. Thank you for the feedback. Thank just you. what your middle school self esteem levels needed in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you've never recovered from that moment. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> the garlic, the garlic tip. That's a hot tip. I'm going to take that with, if you think of any other holistic tips, feel free to hit our inbox with those. Word. Okay, so I your first product was Goldie Tonic. Gold Tonic, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Which it was... I'm trying to remember what we called it at the time. At the time, we called it Original Gold. Now we call it the Original Turmeric Latte Blend. But so, all the same product. Okay, so and it's inspired by your love affair with turmeric. Yes. Which is like partially because, you know, maybe I, from what I read, I stalked you a little bit. It, you know, your mom used a lot of turmeric in her 
struggle with her autoimmune disease because mm-hmm. as we all may know turmeric is super anti-inflammatory yeah. and i kind of want to know more about your personal relationship with turmeric i know it's a very intimate <laughs> a very intimate question very i mean we talked garlic let's talk turmeric um what yeah. else yeah what do you put turmeric in like i want to hear everything oh you can put turmeric in anything but i I kind of got into it after, you know, my mom was using it and and seeing a a benefit to it. And and what I loved about turmeric was that it was like relatively affordable, relatively familiar. You know, it wasn't this kind of like hard to pronounce, hard to conceptualize thing that was found from like, you know, a hundred thousand feet below the ocean or something. It was, you know, um, I liked that, that piece of it from like a, a brand perspective and of course it has this incredible history through i mean hundreds thousands of years within ayurveda and tens hundreds something like that right it's been it's been around and it's it's really been proven out which is awesome so when i started um using it i actually was going to the farmer's market in union square in, in the city and one of my favorite farms was like growing it in a greenhouse you could get like the actual turmeric root and I would take it and like juice it and drink it in juice. Um, I was putting it in bone broth at the time. Like I was really going for it. And I noticed that it was very, very good for my skin. Um, I also noticed it was awesome for my immune system. I'm convinced that I have a weak immune system uh, because I was a C-section baby. And I've read, I've read that not first, like, First of all, you don't get covered in like the right vaginal bacteria like during the birth. But then also there are like, I don't know if this has been proven or not, but I've heard that because you didn't like struggle to like get out of the birth canal, like you're just kind of like a weaker person in general. Okay, that sounds like shady. Whoever wrote that was shady as fuck. Yeah, it feels like shade, but I've I've kind of taken that upon myself as as like a a part of my identity that I have a weak immune system. Yeah. So COVID's been challenging because like literally someone sneezes in my general vicinity and like, I will catch it. I was a C-section baby, can you not? (laughs) (laughs) You don't understand. Um, So I really found that it helped with not getting sick. So that was really kind of like how I got into it and and got really excited about it and how it ended up being like the hero ingredient of our first ever product. And what what do you make of people? Like, I feel like there's a lot of talk about turmeric online and like where you source your turmeric where people like should source their turmeric like i you know i'm like some dumbass who buys trader joe's turmeric just thinking it's the real stuff but people are like no it has to be organic it has to be fair trade turmeric it's like totally ineffective if you're just buying like store brand turmeric go i mean i what am i doing am i fucking up tell us Tell us what to do. Well, okay, there's two real pieces to think about here. Like, first of all, there's, like, the efficacy and, like, the quality of the product. But then there's also just, like, the human rights side of it and, like, the sustainability of it from, like, a labor practices side of things. And, um, I mean, if anyone's ever looking to buy straight up turmeric, I will send you straight to um, Sana at Diaspora Co., um, she is incredible and we've, she, we've been in, in touch almost since like 
gold was barely a business and and before she launched diaspora um but she's um i think she's originally from mumbai mm. but she has done the work on like going to india and like figuring out where the best sources are where our farmers actually like doing it right and then she finds this like super high quality product um and pays the workers like upwards of i think like 10x the like standard commodity rates for these wages so you know wow. she's really into making sure that um you know the the money that's being made off of these like superfoods now is like getting back into the hands of indian people who are growing the product so we've often worked with her turmeric we're still like now we're scaling so quickly and so we're figuring out like how to keep working with her but if you're looking for just straight up turmeric, like I would send you there. Um, right now we do work with a like a turmeric that's sustainably sourced and it's organically grown. And I do think that that's really important. I think that that's kind of the baseline, um, not just because like you don't want a superfood that's filled with pesticides because kind of besides the point, um, but also it's just, leaning you in the right direction of a product that's sourced a little bit more sustainably and something you can feel good about. And the great thing is that like, again, turmeric is not that expensive anyways. So right. like whether you're spending like $2 or like, you know, uh, like $6 on like a little jar of turmeric, like it's kind of like, why not just like buy into the thing that's like a little bit higher quality. Yeah. And then if you want all the work done for you, you oh. can buy into the gold product, of course. <laughs> of course, obviously. Yeah. So another superfood you use is matcha. Matcha features yeah. strongly in some of your products. And I kind of want to talk about your relationship to matcha and more broadly, your morning caffeine routine. What's your caffeine of choice? And is it matcha? Yeah, I am like on and off with caffeine. Honestly, I had a very long stretch of time where I was very much someone who didn't touch caffeine at all, didn't drink coffee, didn't even didn't even really drink green tea because I find that it like hits me pretty hard. Um, so I used to be like that too. I feel like I'm I I feel like I identify as a C-section baby, but I'm not one. <laughs> well, like, Esther, I I, sh- I, I we should have constitution. She wasn't, well, can I say, I don't want to say, Esther, your life story. You weren't breast, you were, you were bottle fed. Or you were you breastfed? No, I was breastfed. Oh, okay. You're thinking of someone else. <laughs> Sorry, I you was just, breast, I, you're, you were, oh, you were I breastfed was, too much. That's right. That's right. It doesn't make sense. I'm, I was breastfed till I was three and a half, but I'm still extremely weak anyways sorry keep going i identify (laughs) (laughs) my bad um also it's breastfed for a long time so maybe that's the connection oh both of your skin is glowing now i know why (laughs) breastfed till eight years old or some shit like i'm fucking jealous (laughs) so jealous um wait what was the question oh i was hardly a question we were talking about caffeine caffeine you're a sensitive green tea yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm super caffeine sensitive. So I've kind of that. And then here's what happened. Actually, um, I went to I took a vacation last year, which was like a big thing. I took a vacation and I went to Italy and I started drinking coffee just like mm. every day, a few times a day. 
And I think I kind of built up, built up the tolerance there because now it feels pretty much okay. Um, so my caffeine routine, sometimes I'll do coffee. Um, I don't do a drip coffee. I do like a little espresso shot or whatever because that actually seems to be less intense to me than drinking like this big cup of coffee. That seems to hit me harder. Um, if I do that, oftentimes I'll put in one of our latte blends. I really mm. like the cacao turmeric blend because you get like a mocha situation mm. going on. That's um, awesome. Oh my gosh, yes. Matcha, I our matcha is like so damn good. Like I just can't stand it. It's um, We spent a lot of time thinking about sourcing our matcha because my partner's from Japan. And so we didn't want to come to the market with like something that wasn't really high quality. So we found this one that has um, really nice kind of like white chocolatey notes. Oh, like it doesn't oh have the bitterness that you may have experienced with some matcha. Um, it really is kind of foolproof, um, which I like. So, you know, whether you're like a seasoned matcha person or it's like your first time ever making a latte at home i feel like you kind of can't go wrong with it but i like to do in the summertime i was doing a lot of um like matcha americanos where i would just like do it iced with um like water and it was just like very nice and refreshing um now i'm just like very on brand for i feel like this group yeah i'm i'm <laughs> jizzing i'm like emotionally <laughs> jizzing all over that's I want I want that's it the goal um and then now actually today I tried something new my friend um had told me about um making like a nut milk with tahini so oh. I took tahini okay I, I say I it was Issei I didn't do this I watched him do it Issei took tahini and put poured hot water over it and like hit it with the like little handheld blender like mixer thing. oh yeah 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 um and we had like this delicious like tahini flavored nut milk and so he used that in our matcha lattes Caroline. wait i just want to make sure my I have this right. you can go see it right now yes and i do highly recommend i was gonna say everyone needs to follow trinity on instagram it's like your stories are this well it's like martha stewart living but in a small Brooklyn kitchen, but it's like better. You guys are making like crazy you ass know soups. Marissa's launching a CBD line. She launched it. Oh, I don't, okay. well, no, I, no, it's just like, I don't know. I can't get a handle on like if it's real or like if she's just in it for the money. Cause that interview, did you read the interview she did with like the of New York Times? Or where she's like, I eat 75 CBD gummies a day. She's like, other what? people, she's like, I don't know. I just have a really high tolerance. I eat like hundreds of them. She's like, what is this product that you're eating so many of? Also, Kirsten Bell launched a CBD line today, I think. Kirsten Bell, wow. I can never say. Should yes. we keep a tally on like celebrities? Celebrities with CBD. I mean, Whoopi already launched one and closed her CBD line. That CBD <laughs> line is gone already. Oh my God. I'm keeping no. tabs. I'm keeping so tabs, Trinity. I know Whoopi. Well, it was like bath bombs. It was, it was bound to fail. Bath bombs are not a sustainable business. I'm sorry. I'm getting sidetracked I have I've never really bath bombed before same I'm like okay like great I want a ring like a bright orange ring around my tub from some like lush bath bomb that I have to clean later like I don't 
It's do you know what like, I do swear by though when it comes to bath stuff? Have you guys used the um, the mustard soak, the Doctor Singa or something? I'm forgetting the name, but you're saying no. mustard soak. My mind is thinking of a lot of things. Hot I have dog. no idea. Yeah, Hot <laughs> okay. If if you see it, I think you'll recognize it because it's like okay. a blue tin with a yellow label, and it's this like mustard it's like a powder bath. or something. Oh, yep. Yeah, it's the powder that you put in your bath, and I've been seeing it around for eternity. And I finally bought it on sale at the health food store this year because I was stressing and I needed some bath time. And it is impressive. Um, like it's so good. I have I have all this tension in like my neck and shoulders from like hunching over my laptop all day. Oh yeah, um, and it works, man. Like I just do that bath like a couple times a month and. I'm going to be doing a bunch of spoonfuls of Dijon mustard in my bath tonight. (laughs) Like, it's not working. Trinity said it would work. Okay. (laughs) So, okay. We're talking about your home life. I think of you as the new age, like Martha Stewart for my generation. So here for that. Yeah. (laughs) You're who I'm going to for all the tips. So, like, let's just make sure we get all your wisdom before we lose you. So, you guys launch Gold from Home, and what in my research, you guys are like running the business from your house. I don't know if you've moved to an yes. office. You're still no. running. Okay, so we're, you're the one. Like, literally, this. I'm at my table. It's where I eat dinner. It's also where I do my Excel spreadsheets. Issei is like in, he has like a little office room that's like a, I don't know, like a, a 12 by 4 foot closet that oh my he has gosh. a session in. So you guys are the work from home king and queen. You guys have been doing it. And I feel like you guys might have tips. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. I do. What are your tips for working from home? Okay. You have to create structure for yourself and you can't work in your pajamas. You can't do it. You just, you can't work in your pajamas. It's going to make you depressed and stressed out. I'm not wearing Um, them. I swear. So. Yeah, like I, I really resist this tip, but I, I, it's so popular. It must this be for is a the reason. tip. This is the tip, and then everything else just layers on from that because it's all about like creating structure between like what feels like your like home time and what feels like your work time. Mm. So it could be like lighting a certain candle. I like put on my like favorite perfume that tells me like okay I'm in work mode. I get dressed. Um, what else do I do? Like, I just have, oh, I use certain water cups even. Like, this is my work day. Water. I was gonna say, that looks like a serious cup. Oh, yeah. You gotta stay hydrated. I knew that I cup had I switch to something cup. else at, at night or, like, on the weekends. I don't even use the same cup. Esther is all about wearing, having sneakers that you only keep in your house that you wear when you're in your house. Like, what is your footwear of choice when you're working from home? Um, I'm wearing these like woolen socks that my mom gave me a few pairs of because I stole one of them and then she just kept giving me more pairs. I don't know. I don't do, I like the idea of house shoes, but I just like haven't gotten around to it. And like, I'm in New York. So like, you absolutely cannot wear your outdoor shoes in here. Cause like, I see like, no, don't even well, no, it's just that. for me, it's a non-negotiable because I'm now that like we're home all day, I'm on my feet at home so much and I cannot be on my feet without like the most supportive, like 
old people, runner shoes. Like, I just need that. So that's been a huge life upgrade for me. Esther will get shin splints walking from her kitchen to her couch. If she's <laughs> if not. On my sneaker. You have a high arch. I she do. Got something. Do I do, and I don't do what I'm supposed to do. And, like, my feet are getting wider. And I, I went to, like, the... Um, I have really wow. wide. I have really wide feet. How What's the hiking that? store? REI? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. I went there and I was like, yeah, my feet used to be an eight and a half. Now they're a nine. And she was like, yeah, it's because you have high arches and you haven't been getting the right support. And they're slowly just flattening out. What? She's not yeah. a doctor. I would not. That's crazy. That's what the lady at REI told me. It was just some like random woman. She's like, I don't work here, but. Wait, that- how tall are you? trying to sell me on hiking boots. Whatever. How tall are you? I, how am I? I'm 5'7". Okay, I was like, oh, are you, nice. I was just kind of rooting Beautiful for you to be height. super short like me. No, she's got tall, powerful energy. She's not short I like know. us, Esther. Sorry, well, she's a C-section. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you don't she's know. Weak. That's true. But she was also breastfed. Like, you know, you just can never tell. <laughs> I have really wide feet. And I swear, wearing... Sh- I didn't know I had wide feet for many years. And wearing shoes that were, like, too narrow and, like, sexy and cute. Like, payless, patent leather bullshit. <laughs> my toes got all fucked up. Like, God, if I have a daughter one day, she's wearing wearing like horseshoes like the whitest shoes possible no cramping cramping is so bad okay so what's your like go-to work from home lunch Ooh, i like this question a lot so isa and i have been getting very into like strategic meal prep which is not like i don't know i i feel like when i hear meal prep i picture these like keto people with like their salmon and they're like all this stuff and and they're like weighing things i I just we are like big veggie people and so we'll go to the we go to the farmer's market every week and that's where we get our veggies and we like know all the farmers and we like we we get our we get like our we go to our mushroom guy whatever and then we'll cook like some of those things so like if you can just get, if you can get like any like hearty greens or whatever you can just drop them into boiling water and blanch them for a second and then like take them out and you can freeze them or, you know, you can store them in the fridge, whatever. And like, then when you're ready to have lunch, all you have to do is like, what I, okay. So I've got my, I'll have like mushrooms and greens and all the stuff that's been like, kind of just like par cooked. And then um, you can just assemble all of that stuff really easily for lunch. So like, I'll also do like a lot of beans so yes. I'll cook. I we did um, chickpeas from that brand Rancho Gordo that everyone loves. That they're actually they're actually the best beans. I, the, I, hottest, the hottest, the hottest bean delicious. company of 2020. They're so I good. Um, so we cooked those chickpeas in just like a, a broth or something. I don't know. I, I say we. It was really Issei. I kind of just like. <laughs> I gotta it. get me a fucking Issei. Issei. I can't. I know. Does. Issei is everyone like. Does. I need a wellness partner. My boyfriend needs to like learn how to fucking blanch some tahini or some shit. Like <laughs> I'm sick of his Same. shit right now. My boyfriend brings home like cookies from Trader Joe's. Like that's not going to fly anymore. Okay. No, now that no, I know. I know. No, Mine calls me at night. He's like on the way home from his friends. He's like you want McDonald's or Taco Bell. I'm like, this is not what I need in my life. Like this doesn't help me. I'm pissed. I'm pissed now. Well, one day we'll keep going, I guess. But okay, so 
the beans. If you have beans in your fridge that have, that you've cooked with like, I don't know, just like some carrots and onions and celery and you just, you cook those, it's really not that hard. You cook those, you leave them in your fridge. Then whenever you need to make something like, um, I'm sorry, I'm going all over the place, but like you can add, like you can throw the brothy beans into anything. Like last night we like boiled some pasta and put the brothy beans in there. And then all of a sudden we had this like very nice, like brothy bean pasta situation. And I think we threw in some of those greens too, like that were already cooked. And so it's like, you kind of compartmentalize these different things where it's like you cook down a bunch of mushrooms, you like blanch some greens, you cook up some beans, you just store all that stuff in the fridge. And then whenever you need to assemble something, you're not like cooking from scratch because that's too much work and it's complicated and it's not sustainable. Um, When you're working from home too, like you don't have time to do a two hour like make and clean up situation it's not gonna happen and i think you're onto something with like greens and beans like greens beans tomatoes what was that wasn't that it you guys remember that oh my god it it it's like triggering something in my mind like i know i know it from somewhere it's like something's firing but i don't great meme of this woman oh oh, yeah 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 yeah. i know what you're talking about but anyway but i actually do i am that woman greens beans potatoes follow-up question why do you blanch your greens okay so if it's like a hearty green like a chard or collard greens or like you guys are gonna laugh at me for this but we eat a lot of like dandelion greens they're very good for you they're so good for you um a lot of bitter greens we do dandelion we do like uh the chicory like all that stuff like if you're doing something that's heartier like that you want to blanch it um because Blanching it before you say like saute it or like throw it into a soup or whatever is just going to get rid of like the fibrousness of it. Like, I don't know if you've ever cooked certain types of greens that are really hearty. And like, even after you cook them, you're kind of like, you just feel like you're not, like it's still kind of, yeah. You, got dinosaur. you like turn into a yeah. dinosaur. Yeah. So if you blanch them, that solves that. And also it means that like, for example, for lunch, if you want to do something really simple, what I'll also do is just like bring those out to room temp. So like, if I know I'm going to have lunch at two o'clock, I'll just like bring out a couple of things from the fridge at like 1130 or something by two o'clock they're at room temp. And I just like put them on a plate and I have this like very nice looking like veggie bowl or something that I did nothing for at all. I'm speechless. And when you talk about blanching your hearty greens yeah, and freezing them, are we putting them? Because I don't imagine you using a Ziploc. I got to know, how are you freezing them? I just use like a, I don't know, what is that? Pyrex, like the glass container. Okay, so we're putting yeah. them like in a big, okay, in a container yeah, situation. Okay. And specifically for the greens, if you're mm. just going to keep them in the fridge, put like some vinegar or something on top of them because otherwise they go funky really fast. Um, but if you're going to just store them in the freezer, which is like a game changing life hack for just like, oh shit, I need something. You just pull it out of the freezer. Um, you can just freeze them. Obviously they won't go bad in there. Okay. This is good. We're taking notes. I'm learning. School is in session with Trinity. While we're talking food, 
you're famous in my mind for making a daily morning smoothie. Like in any every interview you've given, you're like, I make a smoothie every morning because it like makes sure I get the nutrients I need for the day. So yeah. you, in my mind, you are like the smoothie guru. Okay. Um, She's so- humble, but it's true. Talk to me. What are our go-to morning smoothies? Okay, so I actually pull all of my smoothie inspiration from my friend Nicole, who has this blog called Bonberry. Do you guys know about it? Following right now. Get after it. She's incredible. But like she has all these like great wellness rituals and routines. And she has this thing called like the Bonberry green smoothie. So like everything that I know is really just like a like co-opted version of like things she's already said. Um, but the smoothie, it's got romaine lettuce in it and it's got celery, or at least that's how I do it now. I can't remember what she told me versus what I do now. And it sounds like that would be really god awful in a smoothie, but romaine is first of all, one of the healthiest lettuces for you. And I need to point that out because it gets mixed up with iceberg. Iceberg, I know. know. It's the great plight of romaine. Romaine is like the best lettuce. It's so sweet. It's got all the nutrients, but everyone gets it confused with iceberg and I think it's not good for you. Romaine is awesome. So it's really good in smoothies. You can't do a lot of celery because you will get like a celery taste. Um, So I'll do like, I don't know, like a fist worth of romaine, like kind of crunched up and then maybe like one stick of celery, maybe two. Um, And then after after that, just like whatever frozen fruit is in my fridge, uh, freezer. Um, So wild blueberries I like, frozen mango is really good. Pineapple's really good. Mm. Strawberries, like, don't. Oh, they're really always like those weird small. Yeah. Well, when you buy store brought frozen I strawberries. I never taste them. They don't, like, yeah, yeah, they don't really come through in a smoothie. So I don't, if you're just mixing them with like almond milk or something, that's delicious, but like you're going to lose them in the smoothie. So I would recommend going for like mango, raspberries, really good. Mm. Um, and then. If you are bougie about it, you can use coconut water, but I just like put in water. Um, You can just fill it up with water or you can do, um, I got really into kefir over the summer. Oh, so fun. I like kefir. Really good stuff. Yeah. I was using goat milk kefir and now I I should, I'm also just a goat milk person now. Goat milk is so much easier to digest. It really... It really is. People don't talk about that. Probably people actually do talk about it, but it's not look, enough. Not enough. Goat's milk you can't like, doesn't get it have at a cafe. You can't like ask for goat milk. They just think you're saying oat milk. They're like, <laughs> say again. Yeah. yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. Well, they and I feel like goat milk and goat milk yogurt is like uh, phenomenally available at like most supermarkets. Yeah. Like, in a great way. And a lot of lactose intolerant people, like, I don't know, goat milk doesn't have the same mm-hmm. lactose bad things. Yeah. I forget what it is, but it doesn't have something that cow milk has. Lord knows I don't know. I wonder, because dairy is a big trigger for my acne. Dairy is like a big trigger for like everything bad in my body. And I'm, I'm always scared to do goat milk, but I'm sure it's fine. I should just like embrace goat milk more. 
Well, I don't want to tell you to, and then you like erupt in him. Well, you already like, said it, so it's too fucking late. Now. Well, Caroline, I've been thinking about this for a while now, and I feel like I just want to say it. Oh no! You, you dairy seems to really aggravate you, and you talk about it a lot. You know, I've given up. I'm dairy. going through. I, I, Esther. I usually don't eat it at all, but sometimes okay. I have lapses and I go on dairy binges. Like that's the thing. Okay. I don't have okay. an isay. My boyfriend will order a pizza sometimes, or like <laughs> we'll fair. bring that's ice fair. cream home, and then like next thing I know, I've there are three days in a row where I've had like leftover pizza or something, and then boom, I'm done. But you know you're what? Right. That's fair. Esther, I know what you're trying to say, and I realize that I'm being defensive right now, and it's a bad look, but. <laughs> No, I'm judging you. I'm the bad one. I hear you, and I accept you, and I accept it, and I'm going to try to change. With yeah, goat milk. I, Possibly yeah. with goat milk. Where goat cheese? Know. Where do we stand on goat on goat cheese? Well, okay, with cheeses, I go for raw cheeses, and I go for stuff that's, like, very hard and has been, like, significantly aged, and I find that, like, hmm. that... I'm not super, I'm apparently lactose intolerant because my grandmother, when I was like a very small child, like took, like she didn't even tell my mom. She just like took me to go get allergen testing one day. Um, This is where like a lot of this comes from. And um, so apparently I'm lactose intolerant, but like, I don't think I'm particularly lactose intolerant. Um, I just like don't eat a lot of dairy, but I do find that like a really hard cheese that's been properly aged doesn't bother me at all interesting hard cheeses yeah not soft and you're buying your cheese i assume at like the farmer's market or like well, of fancy course. well of course <laughs> trinity let's say i drop you in a 7-eleven you have to get something you're starving you have 20 dollars. like you have no choice you have to do it what do you get at the 7-eleven i mean do i just get the hot dog because at like, that point you just go all the way and then at least you get some semblance of protein i think that's the move i'm the person who's like uh, like overthinks it and is like i'm gonna do something healthy and then i get like experimental salmon chips or something and it's like (laughs) why did i get these or like i'm like oh yeah oh fucking healthy yeah weird i always make a weird choice you gotta go for the hot dog if I walk into a 7-Eleven, I'm walking out with a half cherry, half Coke Slurpee, and that's non-negotiable. There's no better taste. Do they have a big gulp? Am I thinking of the right place? Yeah. I love how you don't even know, like, a true I, wellness, no, a true wellness influencer. Yeah, they, they have big gulps. My dad had this thing, and it was a 64-ounce it was like a hydro flask, but for big gulps. And it was 64 ounces and had a huge handle on it. And he called it his baby. And he would fill it up with Diet Coke on a Friday and sip it throughout the weekend. This is where, this is why I'm the person. It get flat? It would get flat. It would get watered down. It would probably go out at some point, like, uh, on the Saturday. It wouldn't last a full 48. His baby. And I, Yeah. Did he I, call you his big gulp? No, he called me. He, like, didn't show me any affection, but the big gulp was, like, <laughs> he had a really special relationship with that big gulp. And I, if I remember, it had, like, lenticular art. Like, if you, like, turned it a little bit, it, like, did something different, you know? Very fancy. Okay, Trinity, we don't have you for too much longer. I want to ask, what are some other brands that you love, that you use, that you want to give a shout-out to? Yeah. 
Um, I'm really into this brand called Supernal, and I like kind of don't shut up about we it. Love we love Supernal. Yeah, face and like oil. I've never heard anyone else talk about it, but that oil is good. Oh my god, no, she. Um, the founder is like the actual sweetest person on the faiths of the earth, I want to say. Um, she's just like so insanely kind. Her name is Melissa. Um, I met her at like, we were doing this like Instagram summer school thing that like Facebook was putting on and there are a bunch of like indie brand founders. And so we met that way and we exchanged products and like I have been obsessed with her oil since then. Oh my God. What, uh, if I may ask intimate question, what skin type do you have? Oh yeah. Um, it's like, I don't know, combination kind of sensitive. I don't really get like angry pimples, but I do get clogged pores and then I pick at those clogged pores and then they do become angry pimples. So that's what I would say. My skin type is. Okay. Yes. And I, yeah, that oil is great. It seems to work for a lot of skin types and yeah, I think it's Rio Vier Newton said that it's really good for healing acne scabs and scars, yeah. which is like, oh my God, who doesn't need that in their arsenal? And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have the bottle truly. I love the name too, Cosmic Glow Oil. Like It does give you a cosmic glow. It's so, this bottle, I mean, is there anything more gorgeous? It's the best. Do you know, and also I was talking to Melissa recently because she was frustrated because she's probably going to be pissed that I say this, but she is dealing with, which all founders deal with, some copycats that have like oddly similar looks. Well, because this is a very unique bottle. Yeah. I've never really seen an oil bottle like this. That happens though. But I was like, girl, it's just, it it means that you're doing something good. True. Exactly. Yeah. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, but it does hurt and it does yeah. kill and it makes, yeah, it's not a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Supernal. Amazing. This is, that's a great recommendation. Yeah. Trinity, you are, you're a vision. You're a light. You are someone that everyone listening to this show should go follow right now. Go treat yourself to a gold product you will not regret it everything you make yeah. is so incredible thank you quite possible that your powder business is inspired by your early love for easy mac could we maybe say we could make that assessment i think so <laughs> you heard it here first <laughs> she admitted it finally we got it on the record no it's our little secret we won't wellness confessions Trinity where can people listening find you on the internet yes um you can find me at uh Trinity Muzon on IG gold is just at gold g-o-l-d-e nice and you can shop gold products at gold.co unbelievable If there's anything else you'd like to leave the glowing up audience, now is your time. But I feel like you said it all. I feel like we've covered it. I I think we have indeed. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show. We loved yes. having you. Thank you, guys. And Thank you. we'll see everyone later.
Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.